right, hello everyone and welcome to a unique and exciting episode of Bridge the Gap where we're connecting business perspectives. So my name is Colton Cockrell. I am a certified financial fiduciary and an independent financial advisor with Sherman McKinley Group. And so today uh, we have, like I said, a unique podcast. Not only are we virtual, uh, but we also have our sponsor with us today. We're going to be talking about um, a lot of good stuff and we're just going to kind of tear up the script today and just let him talk because he has a lot of wisdom uh, and he's been knee deep in this for the last week. Uh, since it really came out back in the, on the 27th. So, Tricia, um, I'm going to introduce you. What's going on? Come on, let us know about hey, you. Hey, right? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Tricia Stetzel, Results Extreme Business Solutions. I do want, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, to really drive the purpose in before we let our special guest talk today. That's all right with you, Colton. So what we're doing here is interviewing local business professionals and industry experts our goal is to bridge the generational gender and life experience gap in business through our own unique styles of gathering information from our guests. This is the part where we would say, and our sponsor is Jim Butcher, uh, and he's actually on screen with us, which is really unique and strange. So uh, thank you, Jim, the man with the plan, the relationships banker with Allegiance Bank. We appreciate everything that you do uh, and welcome to uh, Bridge the Gap. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to uh, go over this information and be as uh, helpful as possible in this time of need. So really at this time, we, we give our, uh, our guests bio, um, but really, and Tricia, I'm going to let her take the stage on this, but uh, you know, you've been a, a huge wealth of knowledge just for me and questions I have regarding banking and um, j just different things and strategies that we just keep throwing off each other. And uh, you've been a big asset, and I know the same is for Trisha as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Jimmy and I have been friends uh, and referral partners for more than 10 years. We, we took a little break because we were both off reinventing ourselves over the past few years and, and uh, re-encountered each other about a year ago. And I'm blessed to have uh, a friend and referral partner and, and business partner, um, in my life named Jimmy Butcher. So we're so glad that you came on the show with us. We know that you have tons and tons and tons of information that's all coming at you by the minute. And we're really excited to be able to share this information this week. So welcome, Jim. <laughs> was that too much? That was too much. Jimmy, we love you. <laughs> he was tearing up a little bit. He was getting emotional on us. So. I was. Totally, totally, 100%. <laughs> yeah, so why don't we start here? Um, because uh, inquiring minds want to know, Jimmy, you and I talked earlier this week about the PPP and the disaster relief and all of this stuff that's going on out there. And small business owners really have a hard time figuring out what goes where, what does this puzzle piece fit into? So can you just kind of take us through what you know today um, and how we can help small business owners out there kind of get through, navigate, right, through this uh, mess? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, right now, I'm 100% committed to getting this information out because uh, it, it truly does affect the small business owner to be able to have someone that at least they have some information because this is, uh, as uh, my boss said, we nobody has a playbook for this. We've never dealt with this in the past, and this is a total unique and extraordinary thing that's uh, happening to all of us right now. Uh, so the feds have came out with uh, two programs uh, that we have, one called the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program, and the other is the disaster, Economic Disaster Recovery Program. 
So the difference between the two is that the economic disaster recovery program is a loan, whereas the PPP, even though it's a loan, it has a forgiveness element that's involved with it. And that's been very intriguing to a lot of the small business owners. So I'm going to start with the disaster recovery program and then we'll move over to the PPP because that's it, it's important that you understand the, the little bit how the difference between the two. So the disaster recovery program is going to be directly through the SBA. So you're going to apply online at sba.gov. You fill out the application and you go ahead and submit it to SBA. That's going to cover all your rent, any loss of income, everything that you have in your business that's normal and customary. You're going to want to claim that and then you're going to get a loan. So the loan could be up to 30 years. It's roughly going to be up to about 4% interest is what they're coming out with the guidelines right now. Okay. So is that a good thing? Yes, it is. If you're going to do some debt consolidation and stuff like that, if you're going to if you're looking to grow your business, not, not the best thing to survive and stuff. You're gonna, I was always told by my banking mentor that you don't really get out of debt by taking more debt on. So, you know, we use that, uh, use it sparingly. Uh, I would personally, I think that, that using it to do some debt consolidation and clean up some stuff, fix up your cash flow is probably going to be the best approach for that. Now the second program, which, the realm that I play in is called the PPP. So that's the payroll protection program. And that's going to be uh, what they're running through all of the banks that are approved by the SBA. So what this is basically what the way it works is that they're going to give you 2.5 times your average monthly payroll for 2019 and that money is to be used to rehire individuals and keep on current individuals. And as long as the money is being used for that, the general premise is that that will be fully forgiven. Okay. If you use the money for something else, Supposedly it just, it converts to a 10 month loan. I think it was a 10 or 18 month loan and at 0.5% interest. Uh, but uh, that's what a lot of businesses, small businesses have been calling me about this particular program because it is a forgiveness program. Uh, what's really unique about it is that uh, you could go through any SBA lender. Uh, of course, I would love you guys to go through me but uh, you don't have to. Uh, the more important is that you guys just uh, go ahead and fill out the application. The application is available online at sba.gov or it is also available by your local lender. Uh, you fill that out to get into the queue. There's a little bit of disinformation out there. They're saying that, uh, here, 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 I'll just I'll put it to you guys straight. Uh, they're saying that they're, you'll be funded immediately. Uh, and the way I'll pose it to you is that when have you ever known the federal government to fund anything immediately? Okay, things are going to take a little time. Uh, I've been pre pre preparing people for about uh, seven to ten business days is what uh, 
worth thinking right now. Uh, we don't know exactly because the exact funding parameters haven't came out and how that looks. Well, let me break it down to you like this. And I use uh, Bank of America as an example. Bank of America, millions of clients, right? A thousand, maybe a thousand SBA people processing millions of applications. It's going to take more than a few days for them to get through it. So just be patient, know that it is coming and it is very important to fill out the application and get that to the lender so you get into the queue, okay? Some documentation that you guys should prepare, and this is very important. We don't know exactly what type of verification the federal government is gonna require right now. As at the moment, the application is an affidavit stating how much you need. However, uh as what is probably how do you say apparent that there's a lot of fraud that could happen by just signing without any verification so i would uh i would suggest anybody that is looking to uh apply for this to really get their financial house in order it's time to really get your tax returns your business tax returns your company documentation uh, your, uh, your personal tax returns, get that all into a file, okay? Uh, individuals ask me, like, what else would you need? You, you, if you're applying for, let's say, 100 grand in payroll uh, and uh, subsidy on your payroll, you probably should have the paperwork that doc documents that number, right? I mean, that makes sense to me. You don't want to say 100 grand and you can't document the number. So whatever number you're documenting, let's go ahead and uh, – Make sure you set that paperwork aside. Put it all in one place so it's readily available. And what I was telling my clients is that the one thing you want to try and avoid is that that at 11:59, uh, someone looks at you and says, "You know what? You really just were missing some documentation. Here's the list. It, it it just leaves a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And you know this is not the time that we need to. For me, I definitely don't want my clients." to worry about that type of stuff. Trisha? So Jim, on the PPP or the, the payroll protection program, as a small business owner, uh, let's say my bank has already reached out to me and said, we're working on this, but there's no application to be filled out based on the bank that I'm already using. So what, what does that look like if I go out to the sba.gov site and fill out the, PP, the, the, the program paperwork there for PPP versus waiting for the bank to give that to me? Well, the application they should be using is the application from the uh, uh, SBA. So if they say they don't have an application, I, you know, uh, personally, I I don't know, they, they may not be SBA certified or they're just not interested in the program altogether, but the applications already came out, okay. uh, already out there, so. Okay, all right, that's great. So can I apply as a small business owner, can I apply for both of these programs that you've talked about? Yes, and I got some clarification on that. So the original assumption was no, you cannot. But here's what it comes down to. Uh, and this is what I've been reading on. You just can't get double paid. <laughs> so, so if you apply for both, you can't double book the uh, uh, book the expenses and get expect to get paid in both of them, right? So 
uh, if you're going to do the payroll protection, obviously you cannot book that time period in the disaster recovery loan. Okay. And that's how that looks as of the current moment, because otherwise that would make no sense. You're getting double paid on your, uh, your payroll, which that's not the point of the program. The point of the program is to help keep and hire or keep and retain more people. Colton. And so circling around back to the uh, PPP, let's back to the forgivable expenses. Can you be more specific? So what expenses will be forgiven if used, if using the PPP? The PPP is specifically for payroll. Okay. So mortgage and rent, that's not included. Uh, I I do not know the exact, uh, the exact, uh, exactly how that looks. However, based on the name and the information provided, that all those expenses must be used uh, to quickly rehire employees and maintain salary levels. Okay. So as long as it's used in that capacity, it is forgiven. So Jim, does that include uh, W-2 employees as well as 1099s or do you know yet? Right. So there is no exclusions that have been mentioned. So a 1099 employee can, uh, from our understanding, can apply for it. And the way the income would be, it would be the average income that they received in 2019 is what they would apply for. So that monthly average times 2.5 is what they would apply for at the current moment. So if the business is new, if it is uh, recent in 2020, they would take the income from January and February 2020 and then use that as the average. Okay, so what I hear you saying is, it doesn't matter if you just started your business this year, you could still apply for the payroll protection program. Yes, in short, yes. They have not put out any stipulations that's saying that you are not eligible if you are self-employed, okay? And that's very important because I have a lot of people that call me and tell me, they say, well, I'm self-employed, uh, that doesn't, I don't think that applies to me. It, that is just not a true statement. They have not put out any specific language that uh, keeps, uh, keeps them from applying. Okay, great. So what, what would you say is the most important thing that a small business owner could be doing right now? I think that the, uh, the most important thing would be that they connect, get connected and stay connected because the information is changing rapidly uh, on a day-to-day basis. So Congress passed this, uh, what was it, two weeks ago on Friday, and they had 10 to 14 days to give us all how it worked. Yesterday, they gave guidance, but the practical application of the guidance is going to turn out a lot different from what they're talking about in Washington. I can tell you that right now. From the bank's perspective, everybody's saying, how do we manage hundreds of new clients right and get them in this timeline that they're they're promising online this probably just won't happen so get in contact with your banker and get some real real information from right here on the ground and uh, the boots on the ground because that's that's where that's all happening not up in Washington and, and really before we go into the random question, I do want to circle around exactly what you just said. It is extremely important if you're, if you're self-employed, if you're a small business, whatever it is, you need to talk to a banker, someone who knows, especially Jim, like I said, we, Trish and I both uh, utilize you a ton. 
Um, and you're going to have a chance later on to give your information, but it is critical that you talk to someone because again, the longer you wait, you know, you might be in the back of the queue and it might take a whole lot longer than just 10 business days to get your loan. Well, this is what I'd like to explain to people. Think about it. They gave, I think it was $320 million is what they appropriated for the SBA for this. That's for the whole country and millions of businesses. Uh, so if you're not in line, it, it, it's, it's going to go quick. What happens when the guy with 500 employees applies for this and takes, uh, you know, a 2 billion of the dollars, <laughs> you know, so get in line as quick as possible. Now you could also contact your CPA. Your CPAs are a great source of information. Your financial advisors, they've had the state plugged in too. So anybody in the financial services, get over to them and talk to them because it's so important. If they don't have the information like me, I, other CPAs, I know other bankers, I know we have the connections to get you the information that you need at the current moment. Stay plugged in. Yeah. So the key is to have a trusted advisor, right? I mean, that's, that's what small business owners need right now as some kind of trusted advisor. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. Now, Jim, let me ask you a question here. Uh, you are, what is it? A, seventh degree black belt sixth degree yeah. sorry sixth degree sorry i don't want to <laughs> so you're a sixth degree black belt so my random question for you is would you rather fight a bear or chuck norris a bear or chuck norris it would be an honor to fight chuck, uh, master chuck norris <laughs> I, I met him a couple times actually man even even at his uh i'll call it advanced age he still looks good <laughs> he looks like he could whoop a butt the bear, I don't know. It depends what kind of bear. I guess the grizzly bear might not. That might be a little bit too much. Like a little brown bear, that'd be a little fun. You could wrestle with them a little bit. So oh that goodness. that that just that goes to show the kind of guy that Jim is. He digs deep into questions, and he's going to like give you a detailed explanation, no matter if it's a just a dumb question or if it's a serious question. So Jim, I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. So I have one more question for you, Jimmy, actually it's a two part question. So if you don't mind telling us, because this is bridge the gap and we talk a lot about, uh, you know, bridging the generational gap, what generation are you in? You don't have to tell us how old you are. Just give us a generation and which generation do you most identify with? You know what? I was actually, I found out I was a millennial, which I didn't, I didn't really understand a thought from my age, but me born into Gen, I think it was Gen X, I thought it was, but I uh, found out I was a millennial. Uh, and then after that, I decided that those those labels were no longer important. <laughs> I'm just I kidding. like it. No, I think that's amazing. And X generous disappeared. I don't know what happened to that generation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know exactly what happened. It's like it went from baby boomers to millennials or something like right. that. Right. Um, the... Uh, what I see happening over the next, and this is amazing what's happening is uh, this technology and a different type of connectedness. And um, I think millennials, uh, just this generation is going to be able to connect on this because we grew up in the digital, uh, digital technology. So, yeah, absolutely. They're leading the way, right? And teaching, absolutely. they were already doing it before all of this happened. And now we're trying to catch up. Exactly. Yes, we are. Right. That's right. And Colton, so Jimmy, you're a millennial. Come on. I am. Come on. I know. I'm leading the way, right? <laughs> uh, so, Jimmy, give us uh, your contact information. So, give us how people can uh, contact you, whether that's email or phone. And then, if it's email, please spell it out for us, okay? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So the best way to contact me is via email. So uh, because it helps me keep everybody straight. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be Jimmy J I M M Y dot butcher B U T C H E R at allegiancebank.com. So Jimmy dot butcher at allegiancebank.com. And that's the best way to contact me. Awesome. Well, Jim, thank you so much for coming on here and just giving us your expertise. It, it is definitely valued. Yeah, we appreciate you being here and taking the time because I know that you are a busy guy with your head down, uh, really trying to dig into all of this information and get it out to our small business community. Absolutely. And if any, anybody needs assistance and has further questions, uh, give me a call. I am, a, uh, I am here to serve at this current moment in time and I will do everything in my power uh, to give you the most amount of information to help you out. Yeah, thank you, Jim. And this is where we would say Jimmy Butcher, relationship banker uh, at Allegiance Bank as our sponsor. So you get a double dose of good today. So thank you for making this possible and thank you for uh, sitting down and talking with us today. So for our audience, if there's a certain professional or profession that you wanna hear from, please leave a comment in this, in this week's Facebook post. We'd also love for you to subscribe and share this podcast. Colton, take it away. All right, Jimmy, it is time for my disclosure. So sit tight, all right? Here we go. So Colton Cockrell, which is me, is with Share McKinley Group, LLC. I'm located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207 Friendswood, Texas, 77546. Phone number 281-992-5698. Securities offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member Finner Sipic. Share McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc. There it is. Thank you again, Jimmy, for being with us today. Thank you, guys. This concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives. And we did just that today, Trisha. Yes, we did. 